Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's talk to Paul Gutierrez first, who covers the Raiders for ESPN. (laughs) Although, because of his lovely wife and all of the work she has done with the Giants, and she goes by Amy G, I feel like we should just call you Paul G, right? Like, I mean, you're okay with that. Isn't that the deal? I mean, not not the sound obnoxious or anything, but what came first, Paul G or Amy G? Thank you. I mean, I'm, I, I, oh, I'm, that sounds terrible. I'm taking that back. Okay. Take that, <laughs> yeah. hey, guys, I'm going to say it out loud. It sounds so bad. Yeah. So Amy, Amy's her own. She's her own enterprise, obviously, and proud of her and everything she does. But, but yeah, that's why I just sign off on emails and text PG. How about that? There you nice. go. There you go. Guys, will you cut that, edit that, cut that, just what Paul said, <laughs> send it to me if you would. Thanks. Uh, I might need it later. But anyway, Paul, what was this? I mean, I guess this wasn't surprising. It feels like, I mean, I wrote a show email this morning with, with all the guys, and I, boy, was my prediction on the money off. But I said, I, I think we're getting Jimmy G to the Raiders today. It's like the worst kept secret. So what? what's your reaction to all of this? Uh, that, that it makes all the sense in the world for where we are. There's a big misnomer out there right now, and I keep getting texts from friends and, and, and friends that are fans, and, and they're either over the moon for it, or they're like, really? We, we and, I, and I use that as they're saying it, because you know fans are always part of something, right? <laughs> we gave up Derek Carr to get this? Well, yes and no, because while they're both individually uh, true, yeah, the Raiders did move on from, from Derek Carr, they didn't necessarily move on from Derek Carr to get Jimmy G, and yet here we are. So I think it's pretty obvious that, that uh, Tom Brady was, was target number one, and when he decided to retire, it was like, okay, they needed to look down the, the list and see who else was available. And, and, you know, if you look at it from Mark Davis's perspective, he definitely wanted a veteran that, that could create a little bit of a splash. And Jimmy G does that. Jimmy Garoppolo does that. And, and when you look at what he's been able to do, I mean, his win-loss record is phenomenal when you compare it to Derek Carr's. Um, there's, there's a lot to like. There's not a lot to not like about it. And when you look at the money, and, and it's actually a little bit less than they guaranteed anyways, than they would have been paying Derek Carr over the next two years, what's not to like about it? Especially since he's already familiar and comfortable with uh, Josh McDaniel's system. You saw it last year, the way that, that uh, Jared Stidham played in his two starts. He looked more comfortable in the system than Derek did in 15. So now we see what happens. He's a vet. He's established. He's a locker room guy. They love him in the locker room. He's a winner. And if he can stay healthy... Um, it's going to be real interesting to see how this team moves forward with them. My only question is what's going to be higher, his Q rating in, in Las Vegas or his QBR? Yeah, seriously, I mean, <laughs> I, that's going to go uh, neck yeah. and neck, depending on how much nightlife he wants to undertake because, as you know, so much going on there. Uh, Tom Pelissero outlined the structure saying it's effectively two years and 48 and a half million dollars. So is it your expectation, Paul, that the Raiders are also going to go out and draft another quarterback, or do they think that Stidham can be the future beyond Jimmy G? No, Stidham Stidham's on his way to Denver. Oh, my oh, bad, that's yeah. The other part of it. Yeah, that's the other part of it is that, well, now they got Chase Garbers. <laughs> they're still there. Okay. Right. I talked to somebody high in the organization the other day, and, and, they're like, and I said, well, I guess you guys need a quarterback, and the person told me, no, we already have one. I said, yeah, well, Chase Garbers. I like Chase Garbers. <laughs> So he's there, obviously. He knows the system. We don't know if he can play or not, but they do need to draft somebody. My question is, with with Jimmy Garoppolo there now, do they have to trade up? Because if they want one of those top three quarterbacks, even a fourth, they got to go up from seven because they might all be gone. Will Levis might still be there at seven, but I don't know if he necessarily fits what they want to do. You get either an offensive lineman, you go defense, and then you get come back on day two, get Hendon Hooker from Tennessee, who I know 
Dave Ziegler is very high on before he got hurt last year at Tennessee. And then there's also the kid from, from Fresno State, Hayner. Uh, you get him in early in day three, too. So, And then you bring in an undrafted guy. So the quarterback room is going to look completely different next year with Chase Garbers being the old vet in the room, so to speak. And that tells you all you need to know. Paul G., all over the Raiders, ESPN with us, Willard and Dibbs, 95-7 the game. Uh, Paul, I, I, the simple question, and I know it's not simple because of some of the stuff you just detailed, but a Raider fan will go, uh, is this an upgrade over Derek Carr? How do you answer that question? I think you have to break it down. You, you can't look at it from, from far away. you got to zoom in. And um, if you zoom in, the number one, what was the number one critique of Derek Carr? Red zone offense and turnovers. And you look at those things, and I don't have those numbers right in front of me right now, but uh, he's better in both of those areas than Derek was. So if you're looking at it from that way, if you're looking for a silver and black lining, so to speak, that's where it is. It's that he knows this offense, uh, he's better in the red zone, and he's not going to turn the ball over. At least that's what you're hoping. And if that's the case, then yeah, that's an upgrade. And you just kind of go from there. And if you're Jimmy Garoppolo and you're coming into this offense and you look around and you see Devontae Adams on the outside, you see Hunter Renfro in the slot, Darren Waller running like a wide receiver at tight end, and an all-pro running back in Josh Jacobs, what's not to like about that other than, yeah, you better address this offensive line again. And the big criticism of Jimmy Garoppolo, other than uh, maybe not being terrific in the red zone, is his inability to throw the ball deep down the field. How does that affect what the Raiders usually like to do, especially with the uh, vertical passing game? Yeah, and that comes back to the McDaniels offense. Because while Derek did take some shots, and, and he did have a lot of deep touchdown passes to Devontae Adams, a lot of that was, was just Devontae Adams being Devontae Adams, right? Um, so how that affects it, it it's not the old school Raiders. It's not the Al Davis Raiders are taking deep shots and standing in the pocket tall and taking those big hits. We saw Jared Stidham do that against the Niners when he delivered a long touchdown pass. So it, it doesn't necessarily affect that. It, where it kind of comes to fruition is that the Josh McDaniels offense is really predicated upon predetermined targets and timing. And that's where Derek was having issues with it was, was he wanted to freelance a little bit more. He had a, a long time you know, in, in real life, it wasn't that long, but in NFL terms, it was an eternity before he delivered the ball to wherever it was supposed to go. Garoppolo operates under that same kind of a system, and uh, even in San Francisco, and, and it's going to feel real familiar to him. So whether there's a deep shot to take or not, um, we're going to see exactly how that pans out with those weapons on offense because Garoppolo, as you guys know, with the Niners, he would operate really, really well in a play-action game. And if you've got the uh, uh, first-team all-pro running back behind you, uh, sucking the defense in, that's going to open up opportunities down the field as well. See, I think this is such an interesting uh, thought, though, that you guys just sort of, sort of brought up, and here's why. Um, after that New Year's Day 49er Raider game, where all of us were a little taken aback by how easily Jarrett Stidham moved the ball up and down the field, I talked to somebody kind of inside NFL circles who was like, okay, that caught the 49ers off guard because they were going over Derek Carr tape and this guy takes the easy way out on every play. It's dink and dunk, and he won't push it downfield, and that's what the Raiders don't like about him. Stidham came out and was like, man, I got nothing to lose. She starts pushing the ball downfield. Niners are caught off guard. Translate that to now, Paul, and it's like, so if your frustration is that Carr won't push it downfield, you go to Jimmy? That's the only reason I feel like it's an odd choice. 
and yeah, that's true. But also, if he's operating within the parameters of the predetermined offensive call, too, then the deep shots are going to present themselves. At least that's the way it looks on paper. Now, now when you're out there and it's live, and you're right, with Stidham, there was no tape. That was his first career start. Uh, you know, he only played in the preseason for, for the Raiders last season. So it's like a rookie pitcher coming up that, that hitters haven't seen. And then once, you know, you, you see him a couple more times, okay. But they did. He caught the 49er defense off guard. And 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 he looked good, but with with Jimmy, yeah, he's going to have to take some deep shots. If for nobody else, for Devontae Adams, because he's going to want the ball deep at, turn, at times too. Yep, yep. Hey, Paul, before you run, do do you tell everybody you see about the food prices at uh, at that Vegas stadium? I went to that New Year's Day game. I, I could not believe what was going. I go out there to get snacks. I come back with nachos and drinks, and the whole thing costs thirteen bucks. I'm like, what the hell's going on around here? That's all you paid? Yes. You hit, I mean, no, okay. That, yeah, I, I've seen that the beers are more than that. So, good, good, well, good, I've never seen anything like that. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, you know, we might have been doing some non-alcoholic stuff. I mean, that was, the beer The beer was, was, was similar. It, it's all the snack stuff. I think like a hot dog was like $2 or something like that. Yeah, and then uh, you got a heck of a deal then, especially on New Year's. Maybe maybe somebody uh, messed up on the food prices that day because I haven't seen anything like that, and I've heard of people only complaining about the opposite. But it's a phenomenal stadium. The club, I'm sure you, you got the sense that it, it felt like a nightclub. It was kind of the perfect uh, collision yep. of Raiders history, Raiders mystique, and Las Vegas history, Las Vegas mystique. Of course, on the corner of Al Davis Drive and Dean Martin Way. So it, it, it's a pretty interesting stadium. and. And 49er fans were there, obviously took the place over. And, and to me, the funniest thing about that game was when they showed Giants right-hander Logan Webb on the big screen. And all the 49er fans went crazy <laughs> until Webb pointed to the Raider hat on his head. So oh, really confused. That's totally. awkward. It was rough. It was a la when Clay Thompson had a Dodger hat on and people started exactly. freaking out. We're like, wait a minute, his brother's on the team. Like, give him a break. Unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Paul, great to Thanks, have you today, Paul. man. Thanks so much. Sounds good, guys. Talk to you soon. Appreciate All right, there it, he yeah. goes. That's no Paul doubt. G, ESPN. Right. Raiders. The OG. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.